0: Whenever we get to a female-driven Marvel movie, there is so much more debate on the Marvel films than any other time. It's
1: official at this point. The Marvels is a box office bomb. And while some people might attribute that to things like general superhero fatigue, a director who even in her own words kind of admits that she was out of her depth in a film like this, as well as a script that... For some reason, thought it was a good idea to incorporate elements like kittens eating, then throwing up people, as well as a planet that only communicates through song. Not to mention a lead that has very little, if any, star power and co-stars that would only be familiar with audiences if they are the most dedicated of Disney Plus viewers. Yeah, you might attribute the Marvel's underperforming at the box office to those factors and more. But, but have you considered actually that the Marvels really is a good movie, it's it's just that you hate women? Or maybe that you're unduly harsh toward women. Well, that at least is the perspective of actor Paul Shear. Now, according to Wikipedia, Paul Shear is someone who you've almost definitely seen on screen. He's been in a lot of different projects, but not necessarily as a lead. So personally, I actually wasn't familiar with his name when I first heard it, even though I definitely have seen his face on screen at certain points, but it says here that Sheer is best known for his roles in The League and Showtime's comedy series, Black Monday. He's also co-created and starred in MTV's Human Giant and Adult Swim series, NTSF, SUV, And he's also had recurring roles on ABC's Fresh Off the Boat and HBO's V. That's all well and good, but most relevant to this video, he apparently is quite an avid TikToker. And to his thousands and thousands of followers on TikTok, earlier in the month, he released this video defending the honor and the sanctity of the marvels
0: was the marvels better than let's just go through the phases right now guardians three no obviously not whenever we get to a female driven marvel movie there is so much more debate on the marvel films than any other time i don't get it it's wild the marvels is good right it's not the best It doesn't have to be the best, but it's, like, solidly good and fun and funny. It's, like, all of a sudden, like, we're treating these movies like they have to be the gold standard. Like, if it's not a movie that's going to change my life, Marvel is over. Marvel is dead. How dare they? Look, you got Sam Jackson in there. What else do you need? I love Ms. Marvel. I'm in. I'm all on board. Is it in my top five? No. Top ten? Maybe.
1: So as you could probably imagine, I have several issues with this video. Number one, that TikTok seems to have been made in response to two guys debating whether the Marvels was better than Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which Spoiler alert, it certainly was not. Um, I don't think comparing two films to each other is necessarily being unduly harsh on a female-led film. I mean, discussing whether one film is better than the other, especially if both of the films have come out in the same year and they're part of the same franchise, like that seems like very fair, very even-handed criticism. It's not like people are going out of their way to just crap on this movie, at least not in that video. And number two, I don't think actually that the expectation with Marvel films is that they all be groundbreakingly entertaining, otherwise they're just trash. At this point, I'm pretty sure that fans of the MCU, they are actually just happy. They're satisfied with, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. That that was fun. And a great example of that actually is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Was that movie groundbreaking? The best I've ever seen? No, but it was definitely a step above other Marvel films we've seen lately. It was better than Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. It was better than Thor Love and Thunder. So I think people were, were pretty satisfied with that. So the fact that Paul Shear is making it seem like, oh, we just have such high expectations as an audience. No. And also, I'm sorry, maybe this is me being overly critical of Paul Shear, but the idea that we we should be as audiences satisfied with it's pretty good. It's fun. I mean, that's essentially just go, consume product, enjoy product, watch more product. Like, shouldn't we have these high standards? I don't think we do. But heck, even if we did, studios are not entitled to two hours of our time. They're not entitled to 20 of our dollars for a movie theater ticket. Hey, if you personally, you did enjoy the Marvels, you had a good time seeing it, that's amazing. Don't let anyone take that away from you. I wish I was in your position. I wish I had enjoyed that film that I hadn't spent over two hours of my life uncomfortable in a theater seat because I didn't go to the bathroom and I was instead uh, forced to watch a movie I wasn't enjoying because I didn't want to miss anything because I had to review it. And if I miss things that I'm giving the plot synopsis, then people bully me on the internet. And third, that brings us to the idea that it's actually some sort of sexism that is motivating the unfair criticisms of the Marvels. Honestly, and I'm being 100% here, I do not believe that female-led projects in general, and specifically with regard to uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that they are unfairly criticized. I just feel like people on the other side spend more time defending those movies and therefore it seems like criticism is bigger. There have been a lot of Marvel films over the past several years that, no, were not female-led, but that were heavily criticized. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, great example of that, Thor, Love and Thunder, that got a lot of hate. It wasn't female-led nor was it female-directed. Eternals, yeah, people didn't like that, but I think you'd be pretty hard-pressed to say it was just because it was directed by a woman. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, similar a lot of people weren't on board with that. I feel like it's not that people are unfairly critical toward female-led projects. It's just that people are unfairly defensive of female-led projects. And we do have more to talk about, but quickly, I want to let you all know that Blaze TV is actually having a Cyber Monday sale going on right now. And today we are actually offering 30% off the first year of your Blaze TV Plus subscription when you use code cybermonday Monday. 30, and this is the gift that keeps on giving, perfect for yourself and those you love too. When you subscribe to Blaze TV Plus, you get everything on Blaze TV, and that means you can watch endless hours of video content from your favorite Blaze TV shows, bonus episodes, documentaries, and even exclusive live video chats with the host. And by the way, guys, as you may know, I did recently make a documentary on the ground on Maui called What Really Happened in Maui for Blaze TV. It's only available behind the paywall, but if you subscribe to Blaze TV Plus right now, you can save 30%. Off, and you'll be able to go watch it. And with your subscription, you'll also unlock Blaze News articles featuring thought provoking opinion and analysis, as well as our new in depth investigative reporting, like my Maui documentary. It will broaden your perspective on critical issues, and it is now ad free. You can join in the subscriber only comment section and enjoy priority customer support from our American based customer service team for any question or issue you might have. So give yourself the gift of Blaze TV Plus today. Go to blazetv.com and use promo code CyberMonday30. For 30% off your first year of Blaze TV Plus, that's blazetv.com with the promo code CyberMonday30. And a Blaze TV Plus subscription would also be a great gift. So today only, save 30% off a gift subscription. Go to giftblazetv.com and use code CyberMonday30. Now, even though I personally disagree with Paul Shear's take on the Marvel's criticism, it will probably not surprise you folks to know that the people over at the Mary Sue, they're in big time agreement that yes, actually, actually, it's just because this movie features women. That's why people did not go see this movie, even though if you actually look at the numbers, it's it's women who were underrepresented in going to see this movie. But anyway, in their article, Paul Shear calls out the debate around women-led Marvel films. This writer writes, it's totally fine and welcome to criticize this film and any other piece of art. It's subjective and personal. Great. I mean, if we were being fair here, the article would just end there. You don't have to like the Marvels. It's fine to call out the Marvels. However." We continue. But people aren't being honest with others or themselves about the extra scrutiny offered to this film that's a direct result of misogyny. This issue extends beyond the Marvel movies to the flurry of remakes, reimaginings, and more happening in Hollywood. Many will complain about them, but go see them anyway. Then, when it's women or POC taking the mantle, the issue is suddenly code red and box office bombs follow. While not everyone needs to defend a multi million dollar film made by a megacorporation, it's nice seeing pushback against misogyny. So, there frankly is this victimhood narrative in the Entertainment industry nowadays, and really just society in general, that if you are a woman who does sing. Uh, you will be unfairly judged for it. But I want to be perfectly clear here that America and really the world in general, we do not have a problem with female-led films, whether they be starring women or directed by women. And in fact, let's just take a few minutes here and look at the highest grossing female-led movies of all time, specifically talking about Tangled, which made $590 million, Mamma Mia, which made $610 million, Moana, $643 million, The Hunger Games, the first one, which made $694 million. We also have Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, which I don't think gets enough credit. Uh, That made over a billion dollars. Frozen, which featured not one, but two female leads, made $1.28 billion. And Star Wars, The Force Awakens, which admittedly a lot of fans didn't like after they saw it, but going into the film, they knew it was gonna be female-led and that made $2 billion. It doesn't really seem like audiences have a problem with women in front of the camera. And similarly, it also doesn't seem like like they have a problem with women behind the camera. Here we have an article from Billboard about the highest grossing films by a female director. And in addition to movies like Barbie, Frozen 2, and Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman, we also have films like Shrek, Twilight, Kung Fu Panda 2, The Proposal, Deep Impact, which I actually didn't know was directed by a woman. And I think it's also important to know that for the vast majority of the films I just talked about, not only were they commercially successful, but they were also critically successful. So, so no, it's not because women are being unfairly judged for their work because we live in a sexist society. Perhaps, perhaps, it's just that you've noticed criticism of female-led Marvel films because Marvel films in general are being criticized right now. And a lot of them, if not most of them, I mean, especially post-Endgame, are are female-led. But the issue isn't the presence or the participation of women. It's just that Marvel seems to be one of the many corporations nowadays that's actually being led by an ideology, by progressivism, by feminism. And that actually is taking focus away from things like quality directing and writing and acting and putting it toward just trying to check off quota boxes. And honestly, we are at a time culturally where I feel like even the access media, I've done videos about this, check them out if you haven't seen them yet. Even they are starting to recognize that Marvel isn't quite what it used to be. It's not really bulletproof anymore. So I thought that we would kind of gradually be moving past the idea that, oh, a movie with a woman didn't do well, therefore it must be sexism. Uh, but clearly Paul Shear hasn't gotten that memo yet. That's basically all I have to say for now though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.